Hey, I just wanted to let you know that you're at the right place. I'm making a transition from the name Chats with Coach Debbie to From Willingness to Wellness. Same content, different name, different look. In today's episode of Chats with Coach Debbie, I'm going to be sharing some very practical tips with you on how to create a lifestyle of healthy eating. So stay tuned. I'll be back in just a moment with today's chat. Welcome to this podcast, which is for the willing, Chats with Coach Debbie, a place where you will be influenced to live a happier, healthier, more fulfilled life. And now, on to today's chat. Hi friends, we're going to go right on into today's episode, and I'm going to be sharing tips to help you create a lifestyle of healthy eating. If you have listened to me for any time at all, you know I am one that's going to say, pull out your pen and paper, because this is no different. I'm going to give you a list of things that you may want to make notes on. These tips will help you to create that new style of life for life that I believe will influence you to live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilled life knowing that you can do anything if you are willing. So keep that in mind as we start with this list. The very first thing on it is a little heavy, but it's very important that we address it first. The first tip is to make a relationship change with food. Coach Debbie, what do you mean by that? Well, let me explain. I'm so glad you asked. You want to view your relationship with food. Yes, we all have a relationship with food. It's a healthy relationship or it's not so healthy. But we have a relationship with food and we need to make sure it's the healthy type. We need to see food as fuel. Fuel to give our bodies what it needs to be able to function, to operate. All the things that we need to be come from fuel. You don't put bad gasoline in a car and expect it to perform at full function. You just don't. Why do we look at what we put in our bodies as anything less? We put stuff in our bodies and then wonder, oh, why am I feeling so sluggish? Or why do I not have any energy today? Or how come I'm not sleeping good at night? It's because we're putting bad gasoline in our systems. So we need to see, first of all, that our relationship with food is food as fuel. We need to look at the way that we consume and what we consume and eat to live Instead of living to eat, if you are one who are constantly thinking about what's my next meal or what's my next snack or what can I have next, 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 you are living to eat and we need to eat to live. The purpose of eating, the purpose of putting food fuel in our system is for life, to live, to be able to function at that full capacity. So, Food as fuel and eat to live instead of living to eat. The next thing is we have to disassociate foods with emotions, celebrations, and social events. Now that does not mean that you cannot go out and eat with your friends. I'm not saying that. But we need to disassociate foods with emotions. How I feel. If I'm happy, I'm going to eat this and if I'm sad I'm going to eat this 
don't associate foods with emotions. We also have to change the fact that we don't need to be associating foods with celebrations. That one might be a little hard because you know what? It stemmed from our childhood. What was the first thing that you had at your first birthday? You probably had cake and ice cream. What did you get when you did good on your report card? You may have gotten an ice cream cone or a cookie. Do you see what I'm saying? Even from our childhood, celebrations were connected to food. And most likely they were not connected to broccoli or cauliflower or something that's good for you. Most of the time, those celebrations were connected to foods that were unhealthy. But it started a long time ago but it's time to make those changes. Another thing is social events. We can go out to eat with family and friends and celebrate their big day, but it doesn't mean that we have to make poor choices. We don't have to have all the garbage in our bodies just because it's a social event. We can go out to eat and enjoy the people and not have to feel that it's a reason or an excuse to have the wrong types of foods. We can enjoy the people and we should, but leave it at that. Enjoy the people and see your food as fuel. The next thing I'm going to address is something that for those of you that have purchased or read my book, Thought for the Week, 52 Weekly Devotions of Motivational Weight Loss Tips. In there, there's a chapter that I'm going to be editing out because when I wrote this book 11 years ago, it was before I created the lifestyle that I'm living now. In those days, I was eating more on a diet and I was making still poor choices because I was not putting nutrients in my body. I was on a program and that program allowed for a cheat day or a splurge day. And so I wrote a chapter in there about splurge days, but I do not believe in them. I have lived both ways and I have told you this before. I teach, I train, I share based off of my own experience. I've experienced both having splurge days and I have experience with the way I live now, which is creating a lifestyle. With a lifestyle, there are no cheat days or reward days or splurge days. It's a lifestyle. This is the way I eat every day. I am not depriving myself of anything and I'm going to get into that a little bit more in a little in a little while. Let's move on. The next one is the benefits of consuming food as fuel and the the nutrients that we get into our bodies. When we are eating live foods, not dead foods, not processed, not packaged, we are consuming live nutrients as well. And the benefits of consuming nutrients into our foods for me personally, and you know I've shared in past from experience, I don't share theory, I share from experience, and I am rarely sick. I very seldom get the things that are going around, and I accredit that to the Lord, but also because of the Lord giving me wisdom to know and to make choices on what I put in my body, what I consume as fuel. I'm rarely sick. My energy has increased. I am 56 years old and I have more energy today than I did when I was in my 20s. And that is no exaggeration. I'm a fitness instructor and I can pretty much outdo anyone in my classes, even the 20-something-year-olds. That's a benefit. That's a big plus. Another one is I consume my vitamins and my minerals from my foods. 
Therefore, I have no need of a lot of extra supplements. The only supplements that I take, I take vitamin D, especially in the wintertime when I can't get out for at least 15 to 30 minutes in the sun each day or there's no sun to get into. I also take a B12 on a weekly basis. And then I take collagen. I do a, a, an organic natural collagen. But other than that, I don't take supplements because I get all of my vitamins and minerals from my food. So that's another benefit of consuming food as fuel and foods that are live foods. Now, what do I mean by live foods versus dead foods? I plan to do an entire episode on this sometime in the future. But to tell you in a nutshell, live foods have at one time lived. So we're talking plants. We're talking things that have grown from the ground. Dead foods are foods that have been processed. Even if they were live at one time, it's been processed. It's had things pulled out. It's had artificial things put in. It's a combination of foods that have no nutritional benefit. Those are dead foods. So you want to make sure that you're consuming all of your foods from live foods, fresh vegetables and fruits, whole grains, seeds, nuts, legumes, those types of things then you're getting your nutrients that you need without having to take a bunch of supplements. And so many supplements, sad to say, are not genuine. They do not even contain what they say on the bottle. I'll save that for another episode too. Moving on, just a few little cooking tips to think about. There are different types of eaters and I'm going to give you the three types of eaters that I can classify. There are the meat and potato eaters. They like their individual items, meat and potato style. There's the casserole eater who likes things that are mixed up in recipes, combined foods. And then they're the fast food eaters. No matter what kind of eater you are or your family is, you can consume live nutritious foods and cook in a way that suits all the different types of eaters. Meat and potatoes, you can have your, your meat or your beans, whatever your protein is, whether it be animal protein or plant protein, and your vegetables and your fruit. That would be a meat and potatoes person. Casserole type of eater is someone who likes recipes, but you know you can create casseroles from one ingredient foods, such as those things I just mentioned, Mix them up, make a goulash with vegetables and beans and tomatoes or tomato sauce and make a casserole type of meal for your casserole type eaters. And then the fast food, I'm not talking about the junk in the box on the corner. I'm talking about grabbing something fast, grabbing a snack of some hummus and vegetables. My favorite snack right now are baby sweet bell peppers. I love those things. They are so good. The yellow, the orange, the red, cutting them up when they're ice cold and using them to dip for hummus or for guacamole. That is my favorite go-to snack right now. So that would be a fast food type of eater. And you can make all of your meals 30 minutes on average. If you don't know how to do that, go back to previous episodes. And I don't know the number right off the top of my head. It's the one where I believe I talk about how to eat healthily. And I break it down for you and tell you how you can eat fast, nutritious meals. Most everything I cook, and I cook nearly every day, are on average 30-minute meals. Okay, here, let's continue on to more items on that list. Are you still with me? Are you writing down? Well, here you go. 
when it comes to changing the way that we eat, we need to not look at the way that we're creating a lifestyle as being one of deprivation. We are not depriving ourselves. We are substituting. You want to find alternatives or substitutions for the things that you no longer are eating. And it's easy to do. Think about things that you can replace. If you are a big chip eater, well, cut up some turnips, sprinkle a little bit of avocado oil on them and put them in a a dish and roast them and let them get crispy. Those make great alternatives for potatoes, for white potatoes. Turnips are loaded with nutrients where white potatoes are not. Turnips will not turn to the starchy sugar that white potatoes do. Find substitutions and alternatives instead of feeling deprived. It's easy to do. It it really is. I know you probably are thinking, I can't can't figure this out. I have so many ideas. That's all I've done for the past six plus years is make alternatives. And it is so easy. And you know now I prefer my substitutions. The things that I used to consume just quite honestly, turn my stomach to think about in most cases, which leads me to another thing on my list. Your taste buds do change. When you are forming a habit and creating a lifestyle of change, of healthy eating changes, your taste buds do change. They change. Your taste buds will prefer the healthy foods over the ones that are not healthy. It will take some time, but it will happen. If you stick with it, I promise you, it will happen. Another thing is to choose foods that are non-toxic, that are non-GMO. Go for organic as much as possible. I have a personal minimum of 75 to 85% organic in my family, and I prefer 100% if I can find it. But choosing non-toxic, non-GMO foods is one of those things that you need to make sure that you write down on your list. The next one, read labels. Learn how to read labels and understand them. You want to avoid anything that has artificial sweeteners. If it says on the label that it is sugar-free, make sure that it contains no sugar or no sweeteners. And you have to kind of look. Sometimes just Google is your friend. Look up different words if you don't know what they mean and see if it's not another word for some kind of artificial sweetener that's not going to be healthy, that will be toxic. That is not good for your body. Avoid marketing ploys. Right now, the trend is paleo and keto. Probably keto more than paleo right now. It, it There's always some kind of trend of some type of food eating way, which is a diet. And I don't like diets. I like diet in the true sense of the word. It's the way of eating on a regular basis to consume nutrients. That's what a diet is to me. That's my type of diet. But diets that are very trendy, I remember the days of no fat or low fat, um, you know, no carbohydrates. We consume a lot of carbohydrates when you're eating healthy. It's just the right kind of carbs. And I have an episode on that you can go back and listen to. But watch out for the labels because the marketing will advertise for certain things. That does not mean it's healthy. There are plenty of items out there that are labeled gluten-free that are not healthy. They're not beneficial and they will not help you lose weight. So be sure that you understand what the labels say. Take a few minutes to read them before you throw things into your grocery basket. Avoid marketing ploys. 
create and experiment with recipes. Do not be afraid to substitute ingredients. Most of what you'll find on my Real Foods blog on my website at ForTheWilling.com are things I just experiment with. Every once in a while, I'll have an idea about something and I'll experiment with a recipe and substitute ingredients for things that are healthy. Don't be afraid to do that. Create and experiment with recipes. When you go out to eat, ask for substitutions. I've covered that in a previous episode. You can probably figure that one out by the title. I don't remember right now off the top of my head which one it was. But I talked about how to eat out healthily. I think that was the title. Go back and look and see. Ask for substitutions. In six plus years, I've never had anyone tell me no when I've asked for a substitution when I was out to eat. Which leads me to another thing that's on that particular episode, which I talked about, vacations. Did you know that you can stick with your lifestyle when you're on vacation? Just because you're on vacation does not mean that you can go off or need to go off or should go off of your eating lifestyle. If you're creating a true lifestyle style of life, it's for life. It's not a diet. It's not temporary. It is for real. You need to know that making these changes and applying these tips are creating your new lifestyle, which will equal overall improvements. I'm talking weight loss. Your joints will feel better. Your skin will look better. You detox when you're not putting in toxic GMOs, high processed, high sugar, high fat, all the things, a ton of animal protein and fats. When you're not putting all that in your body, you will experience overall improvements. And in some ways, things you don't even recognize as being a negative now, you'll see a positive later. You'll notice it. Last but not least, water, water, water. I'm not talking liquid. I'm talking H2O. You want to consume half your body weight in ounces per day as a minimum. If you weigh 200 pounds, that's 100 ounces of water every day. Break that down into 20-ounce bottles, and that's five bottles of water a day. You can do that. That's easy, and that's necessary. It's something that you need. Know this, that healthy eating is for health, period. Healthy eating is for health, period. You need to eat for health. And if you need a little extra encouragement, on why that's important, go back and listen to the last episode that I just published, episode number 19. And there will be a very good why that you need to be successful for. I'm going to leave you with this thought today. And it is, if you wait until you have all the facts or until you know how you will handle every possible challenge that comes along, you'll never get started. Begin somewhere. You can't accomplish anything until you begin. And last but not least, therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. 1 Corinthians 10.31 As always, friends, please subscribe. Join our chat group. If you'd like to support this show, you can do so either in the show notes, there's a link, or on my website at ForTheWilling.com. I'm also going to be taking clients very soon to work with one-on-one, either in person if you're local or via web 
by video chats or audio chats. I'm going to begin that very, very soon. All the information is on my website, so check that out. And remember, until next time, that you can do anything if you are willing. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast that is for the willing chats with Coach Debbie. Until next time, this is Coach Debbie reminding you that you can do anything if you are willing. For more information, visit forthewilling.com. That's the number four, thewilling.com. <music>